Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day and you had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. I myself am having a good weekend. I really feel kind of lost on what day it is. Who am I? What time is it? It's Saturday today, 5 p.m. and I'm recording. My plan was to record this morning, but I decided to hit the streets before I recorded. And now we're here. It's dark outside and it feels like it's time to go to bed, but it's not. I am hating this daylight savings time. I think I said that in my last episode and you're going to hear it every episode from now on. But honestly, I didn't realize how much I liked the sun being out after five, I get off work pitch black and it just feels like it's time to go to sleep. I don't know if the sun being gone by the time I get out of work is really affecting me because I had a week and it was a very short week, but I was going through it. Monday, I woke up on time, feeling super positive, had my lunch ready, my gym bag ready, went to work, Everything went smoothly. I had been out of work for a few days since I was on vacation. So I thought, oh, it's going to be a mess when I go back and try to catch up. And surprisingly, it wasn't a mess. Everything was great. And I had a really good day. I ended up going to the gym after work. Me sentía bien machín. And I was like, tomorrow's going to be another good one. Boy, was I wrong. I can't complain. Nothing went wrong. That's the funny part, that nothing went wrong. But I just was not feeling like going to the gym after work. I had left my gym back here on accident. And it was cold. And I'm like, está frío. Mejor me quedo aquí. Anyways, as I'm sitting here, I've noticed that I've been scrolling a lot on TikTok and doing stuff that is not even useful. I'm sure we all can relate. Sometimes you just... I was actually talking to my cousin Kelvin and he's like, dude, I need to delete the app. And I'm like, yeah, I think I need to limit myself because lately TikTok is controlling my life. I hate to admit that because that sounds so bad. But although I'm a creator, I haven't really been like creating too much on TikTok. So it's not like I have an excuse that I'm editing videos or anything like that. But I just love engaging and watching everybody like fellow creators and new creators people that I follow but anyways that's besides the point I started scrolling then I started seeing like some mean messages here and there and just people being jerks to me on Instagram and on TikTok and it definitely got to me and I'm not one to usually pay attention to those comments but I don't know why I was in my feels I also had been thinking a lot about my dad and about the holidays so I think I was trying to be really positive because of the episode I just put out before this, talking about that we need to be happy and, you know, cherish the moments and cherish who we have around us. But at the same time, it's not easy. I'm human. I have feelings and it's okay to feel sad. But I got in my real, real feels. So along with thinking of my dad and the holidays, my voice is cracking You guys miss me crying, huh? So I was thinking a lot about him and I don't know why he popped in my head. He just does sometimes. And I was just thinking like, I wonder where he's at. 
does he think of me does he think of the holidays like is he alive all these thoughts and then I was reading those comments and I was looking at the news and I was just spiraling and I even told my mom like I think I'm just gonna quit my podcast <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking that I know I'm dr- dramatica but I was just going through it my mom's like why and I was like I don't know I just don't think I'm good enough and then she's like you're doing great. Like, ¿por qué te sientes así? Blah, blah. And I'm like, no sé, no me acaso. Like, no más estoy being dramatic. I think I, I'm just... My period's coming. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I told her. And I honestly don't know where it came from, but I think I was just overwhelmed of thinking of a lot of things that I had to do. And along with my being emotional and the holidays coming. And i just been feeling like I'm going through a phase where... I'm healing and I'm finding myself, but at the same time, it's so foreign to feel peace and it's a struggle. It's a struggle that I'm like, I feel kind of like my life is quiet. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense to anybody that feels like that at this stage of healing, but I don't have any drama. Where's the drama? <laughs> and it sounds like I'm being ungrateful, but I'm not. It's just foreign to me it feels odd sometimes I feel like an out of body experience that it's like why is everything so calm right now like I'm waiting for something to go wrong and I wanted to share this with you guys because you guys see like me celebrating my milestones and I've always been vulnerable with you guys but I wanted to share that I have bad days too and bad weeks um healing it's not linear i'm pretty sure you've heard that before after talking to my mom i was texting with my friend amanda and sharing with her how ungrateful i felt because i had a really good day but i was not feeling good and i just she was like what happened and i'm like i don't know i'm just like thinking negative and i'm sad and she also shared with me that she had been feeling that way and also felt guilty for feeling that way And just talking to her and, like, opening up really helped. Because then I started crying. And I was like, I'm crying now. And and then I told her, I feel better. Thank you so much for letting me vent. Like, I'm going to shower now. (laughs) And I honestly felt so much better after. But I did get a headache from crying, probably. So maybe I should, like, start scheduling crying sessions every week. Like, five minutes of crying on Wednesdays. Because it made me feel so good to just release. Maybe I just needed to cry because I hadn't cried in a long time. Like I said, I haven't had any drama that it makes me cry. Like the only things that make me cry are those videos on TikTok of people giving money to others or doing nice things. And I start crying because other people start crying or things of that sort. But I did feel better after and we all have bad days. So we move on. The next morning, Wednesday, I woke up and I was like, we're going to have a good day today. I woke up with a little migraine, took some Excedrin and headed to work. It's my Friday. We're going to have a good day. It's going to be an easy day. Had my coffee, perfect creamer to coffee ratio. And I was just all positive vibes at this point. And I'm like, tomorrow we're going to eat good. Isas. 
So I'm walking into work and I get this Instagram message. I had posted a story about how I'm going to reach 300,000 listens, which I have already. I'm at 300,000 listens. That's insane. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. I was celebrating, right? With my Instagram followers because I'm pretty active on Instagram. And this person she replied to that story. So I open up the message and I start reading it and I'm all smiling because it says, I follow you on Instagram and I think that you're an inspiration to many Latina girls. I'm probably your mom's age. And as I was listening to one of your podcasts, as I like to listen while cooking or doing chores, and I had to stop it. And I was thinking to myself, stop it because you're crying so much because I made you laugh or stop it because it was too emotional but I keep reading and it says I unfollowed you only because you were dropping the f-bomb so much this is just me in my opinion and I would tell my daughter the same foul language doesn't sound cute on a lady as I'm walking into work after I had had a really rough Tuesday night this Instagram follower of mine she was still following me on Instagram decided to send me this wonderful message to start off my day. I was shook, to be honest. I didn't know how to react. I didn't know if I should be upset, but I was kind of like, that's fucking rude. <laughs> and I thought to myself, maybe I'm overreacting. And as I kept rereading it, I thought to myself, what made this person decide, hey, I'm going to message her when she's celebrating a milestone and tell her how much of a non-lady issue <laughs> and I thought to myself like shit I'd rather teach my daughter to not be an asshole to people that they don't even know my podcast is not for everybody and that's fine because that's why there's so many podcasts you get to find which one you like I love all my listeners I love all my followers on Instagram on TikTok and if you want me to fit into this mold that I am a lady only if I speak a certain way and if I don't do a certain thing, if I dress a certain way, then you're not the type of listener that I want on my podcast. I am not usually one to share these type of things, but this comment just really annoyed me because this person was still following me. And the fact that I'm not a lady because I curse. I don't curse every word I say, but when I'm expressing myself, yes, sometimes I curse. And I don't think that that makes me less of a woman or less of a lady. I honestly don't care what people think if I curse. If you don't like me cursing, then don't listen. And for that reason, I do list my podcast as explicit because I don't want anyone to get offended or whatever. I respect that some people don't cuss, but I'm me and I'm always going to be real. And the part of that no one tells you about and no one really talks about much about being a creator is that you're constantly putting yourself out there to be criticized and you're just sharing a glimpse of your life. You're not sharing your full life, although I do share a lot with you guys. There's some stuff that I keep private. That was one of the biggest fears I had when starting a podcast and starting content creation because I saw how mean people could be. And if I was somebody else, maybe that would make me want to quit. Although I did say I wanted to quit a couple seconds ago. But that that wasn't because of that. That was just me getting in my head and imposter syndrome taking over. 
if you don't like something on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever social media, like it baffles me how people are so easy to just comment something mean on someone's page. Usually, it's always someone with the name 3334 user123 because they want to remain anonymous. You would never go up to a person and say, excuse me, you're not ladylike. I heard you say fuck. You're never going to do that. But because I put myself out there, now I'm no longer a role model. And anyways, besides the point, I just was like so shocked. And I posted it on my Instagram story with a screenshot. And all of you guys were so nice and saying like, fuck that. Like, don't listen. And we love you. We love how you are. And thank you guys. I really needed that after having such a crappy day. And I haven't gone to all the messages, but I will. I tried my best. After all this, I thought to myself, this would be a great podcast episode because it's not the first time that someone has told me that cursing is not ladylike. It won't be the last time. And you know that saying, calladita te ves mas bonita, is always being told to us in our culture. Today's episode will be titled, I'm not a fucking lady. Being Latina, I grew up around machismo because machismo and sexism, it dominates our culture so heavily. The idea that if a woman curses, it is not ladylike, is so outdated and so sexist because you never hear anyone tell a man, hey, cursing is not manly. You're not a gentleman if you curse. Have you ever heard that? It's not only with cursing using foul language. It's like belching at the table or raising your voice. You're considered as too opinionated and women are supposed to be quiet. And back in the day, the machismo was going strong. But these days, it's a little different. A lot different. Even in my own experience growing up, with my parents, they would be like, oh, las niñas tienen que ser así, los niños no juegan así, y las niñas juegan con Barbies. It's so instilled in us that sometimes we don't realize that we are being sexist. When I hear someone tell me that I'm not ladylike or that you should act more ladylike, what I get from that is that you want me to shut up, be quiet, y callita me veo más bonita. That's what I get. And it really upsets me. If women have opinions, then we're bitchy and we that's why we can't find a man because we have too many opinions. I've been told that before. I've been told that I have a lot of opinions and that I shut down guys and that's fine, you know. I will always be myself and if that's not ladylike or I'm not submissive enough or my feminine energy, and all these things. Like, it's always like, you shouldn't be like this. This is how I am. And I'm going to keep being who I am. And if people judge me for that, then that's not the right person for me. Because the right person for me is going to love me for my opinionated self, my sailor cussing mouth self. And I hate when people say that because, oh, you have too many opinions, or she's such a bitch because she stands up for herself. I also remember people in my family telling me not to lift too many weights because then I'm gonna look like a man. Like, what's wrong if a woman is muscular? Or if I'm sitting a certain way, like with my legs open or something, they'll be like, ay, no, las mujeres no se sienten así, or something like that. A man never gets told if he's, like, sprawled out in the bed that he's not manly. But if you think about it, not only 
our culture was brought up to these ideas of what a woman should be like. She should be silent. She should be a pretty delicate little flower. But the media does the same thing. The term ladylike is representing like a list of expectations of how a woman should be or what they should act like. I know that men also go through this where they're expected to be these strong, powerful, aggressive people. And if they don't fit that mold, then they're like, oh, he's not manly enough. We do not have to fit a mold to be a woman or to be a man. We are who we are and we shouldn't be judged based on the way we talk, the way we dress, if we don't smile. And I hope that we do better. We teach our elders especially to not see it that way or try to change their mind or start that conversation with your family. Like, why do you say I should be ladylike? And get those fights going these holidays. I'm just kidding. But educate people. I just jumped right into the episode because I felt so passionate about the word ladylike. Anyways, the rest of my week after the ladylike comment went great. Um, After I got off work on Wednesday, I ended up going to dinner and drinks with my cousins and it was nice but it's funny because I always think about this one of my cousins has a girlfriend the other one is single and it always looks like she comes along so it's two girls two guys so it always looks like we're on a double date and the way we sit and everything and I sat down and then I looked at him and I was like oh my god it looks like we're on a double date he's like yeah and have you guys seen that tiktok it says my brother you're scaring the hoes I wanted to do it but I got so caught up in conversation that I forgot about it and it's just funny to me but I love hanging out with my cousins I went to my favorite restaurant which is the state it's in Rancho Cucamonga. I used to go to the one in Redlands all the time when I lived there. I was like a regular every week for sure. But now I only visit the state a couple times. They have the best poutine fries. They're amazing. If you go there, try them. And the best whiskey sour. After that, I thought I was going to wake up with like a slight hangover because I haven't drank in a while. But I didn't. I woke up fine and it didn't feel like Thanksgiving on Thursday morning because usually it's my mom making the turkey and doing all kinds of stuff. This year my brother hosted so we went to his house and all we had to bring was a couple dishes which were easy to make and he took care of everything. It was so nice. Um, My little niece is talking so much and she is confused. She thinks my sister is and I are the same person. She's a Dia. And she gets confused when we're in the same place. She started doing this recently because recently my sister and I have seen her at separate times. But it's so hilarious. She walked in. Well, first of all, when my mom and I walked in, you hear her like scream and get off the couch and go, Weya! That's abuela. And Dia! And she was so excited to see us. And kids just make life fun we played with her all day and she was just making us laugh and she was a drama queen she's definitely related to my sister and i and the rest of the weekend i've been really resting a lot i think my body has definitely needed it and remember how i used to tell you guys that i couldn't sleep in apparently i could sleep in now but i think it's because i've been so tired from traveling and running around 
And I hope that this week is a better week. I've definitely rested. My friend surprised me with some tickets to a festival next weekend. So I'm excited about that. Shout out to Angela. And yeah, tomorrow I go to a hockey game with my friend Amanda. And we're going to have a wonderful time. I'm pretty sure that I've talked about this on Instagram, but I haven't shared it on the podcast. Maybe I have. I can't remember. I have the worst memory. I need your help. (laughs) Please. So back in the beginning of summer, I believe, I started getting an allergic reaction to eyelash glue. And at first, I thought, let me switch eyelash glues because my eyes were getting super swollen my eyelids were swollen and they were starting getting like dry so i decided to give my eyelids a break but the dryness still continued and the swelling still continued so then i made a doctor's appointment they gave me hydrocortisone it kind of worked put vaseline hydrate them but i'm still having the same issue even when i don't wear them my eyelids are still dry and i don't know what to do anymore i put eye cream i put vaseline i put hydrocortisone i don't know what to do anymore so if you had this issue please let me know what you did to fix it if it's fixed if not we could cry together but it sucks i've been wearing eyelashes ever since college like 10 years never had an issue and all of a sudden i developed this allergy and i hate it because now i have to do mascara so this was the first holiday that i didn't wear fake eyelashes and i felt like not myself so please let me know if you have any solutions concerns or you want to vent to me about your dry eyelids i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and you have an amazing week don't forget to rate review subscribe Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unbreakable Latina. Subscribe on YouTube. And also, I really love doing those speak pipes where you send me voice notes. I'll link it below on the description of the episode so that way you guys can send me any questions you have. I love doing the big sis advice segments. Those are my favorite. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you.